0: It's now time for the rural news with Monique Steel. Kia ora, and rural Aotearoa is set to be well represented in the new government. Yes, well there's a whole new cohort of farmers and those with backgrounds in primary industries set to make it into Parliament following early election results. Most notably, it looks like former Federated Farmers President Andrew Hoggard will become an MP. He didn't win the Rangateke electorate but ACT's solid result means he's set to be part of the 11-strong caucus. Mr Hoggard says after 27 years farming he'll finally step aside from full-time work on his kiwitea farm north of Fielding and has hired a new farm manager.
1: Once I knew that it was fairly highly likely that I'd be going to Parliament to organise the farm manager, so he's only two weeks into the job, so a bit of trial by fire for him. So you know, as well as me learning the ropes, I've got to somehow find the time to help him learn the ropes with where everything is on the farm and how forcefully you need to kick various pieces of machinery to make them work and yeah, usually people get up to speed with the place within a couple of months so I'm sure he'll be up and running in no time.
0: Andrew Hoggart says he never imagined when he started farming that he'd end up in parliament.
1: No no I I remember someone in my first year of farming asked me what I wanted to be and I think I told them I wanted to be the chairman of the Dairy Board, but Dairy Board doesn't exist anymore, and um, yeah, Fonterra wasn't the place for me. You know, i found over time that representing farmers' views has appealed to me much more than the governance side of things, so this is, I guess, the natural progression for me.
0: There are six new national MPs with backgrounds in farming that have been elected, including Catherine Wedd in Tuituki, Dana Kirkpatrick for the East Coast, and Mike Butterick in Wairarapa. In Northland, beef and dairy farmer Grant McCullum comfortably won his seat, Suze Redmain, who has a sheep, beef and forestry farm, won Rangateke, and Southburn farmer Miles Anderson won the Waitaki seat. But a shock result was Labour's Minister of Agriculture and Trade and Export Growth, Damien O'Connor, who has lost his West Coast Tasman seat that he's held since 1996. But coming in at 10 on Labor's list, his long political career looks set to continue. So what would a national coalition government mean for farmers? Well, it's campaigned on a number of issues. It said it will cut red tape to bring in new horticulture products to market. It would bring back live animal exports by sea and push out charging farmers for agricultural emissions to 2030. Federated Farmers President Wayne Langford says the group is looking forward to working with the new government.
2: Well, interestingly, uh, the Federal Farmers put uh, 12 key priorities out to building farmer confidence, and the National Party actually uh, went forward and, and met all 12 of those. Uh, so, so they really listened to to the farmers' voice in Wellington, and then they've got them behind it. You know, uh, simple things from from getting rid of the disastrous uTe text to helping young farmers uh, use their Kiwisaver to to buy their first farm and that sort of thing. So, some big wins there, I think, for farmers, and uh, and now we'll be holding National to account uh, to make sure that they follow through.
0: He says many farmers were feeling hard done by by Labor, and that's shown in the results.
2: Oh, I think you can tell by the way that the provinces have moved that they were obviously looking for a pretty significant change, and so the majority will be will be uh, pretty happy of where it's gone, and uh, and, and now it's time to uh, time to get to work with the new government to get the rural sector uh, cranking again.
0: That's Wayne Langford. Meanwhile, future farmers, says many, are feeling a sense of relief there's a new government. The group represents young people involved in the agriculture sector, from farmers to researchers. Spokesperson Eve McCullum says huge gains have been made in the last decade, and that needs to continue under the new government
3: future farmers just want the government to actually set some direction and have some leadership in the farming sector. So I think we don't want a situation where we go back to farmers being able to sort of say, oh, we're not going to make any change. As a group, we want to see some forward thinking from a government, but not just forward thinking in terms of the next three or six years. We actually want a government that's painting a picture for farmers in the next 10, 20, 50 years, which is, I guess, what our group's built on. We actually want some change that's going to be sustainable. That's not just going to, you know, when when the government gets voted out in six or nine years' time, that's going to just sort of be changed again. And we also especially don't want to see a government that just kicks the can down the road in terms of making any changes in the sector.
0: Ms McCullum says the other thing to watch is who will become the Minister of Agriculture.
3: There's quite a lot of discussion at the moment around whether, uh, particularly with which parties are in government, but say if we have a news, national New Zealand First Act, whether they'll stick with Todd McClay, who's not traditionally from the farming background, or, or whether they'll look to do it, Andrew Hoggard from Act or Mark Patterson from New Zealand First. I think that will potentially be quite an interesting area to look around, you know, next few weeks once the, once all the special votes come in um, and the government is formed. Who gets that agriculture portfolio and I think that will be quite telling as to how agriculture will go. I think we need a really strong Minister who's prepared to listen to the sector but also take the sector with them and help try and implement some long-term changes. That's Eve
0: McCullum of Future Farmers. And just lastly, most farms escaped any major damage as strong winds swept across Canterbury over the weekend. In mid-Canterbury, Federated Farmers, uh, Regional President David Eckland recorded gusts of 174 kilometres an hour. He says trees were blown over but there wasn't any major damage. It was a similar scenario in North Canterbury where farmer Carl Dean says some irrigators were damaged but nowhere near as bad as the strong winds of 2013. He says the most annoying part was losing power for a few hours. Ellesmere A&P show organisers also had to shut the gates to their leased event on Saturday because the wind and to keep attendee numbers down and that's the rural news for today Koyara te purongo o te tai thank you very much monique Steel.